Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran. Good morning, Alan. We, we've already heard from Verona Murphy. She was really looking at energy. We're going to hear from Sinn Féin's spokesperson on finance, um, Pierre Starley, shortly after 11. But coming to you now, um, from a business perspective, if you had the uh, budget box of ministers and McGrath and Pascal Donoghue, what would you do tomorrow? Well, I must say, I, I think I've, been, I've been watching this closely now in the last few days. Um, I, I think a couple of weeks ago was I, I was calling for Pascal Donoghue to either be radical or would be made redundant, to, you know, to borrow Michael McDowell's phrase from a few years ago, uh, radical or redundant. I think it is going to be the biggest giveaway budget in the history of the state we're going to see tomorrow. Um, and because of the global crisis we're in, it's urgently needed. And it's going to be facilitated by the fact that, like the reality is, we've had a, a huge bounce back from COVID. I mean, thanks be to God, we are the leading country in Europe in terms of economic performance following the pandemic. We you know we're, we're far and away by a country mile. We have bounced back stronger than any other country. Probably no surprise, Alan, because so many global tech giants in our midst that are, you know, feeding the coffers with corporation tax. So uh, I think Pascal is in good shape for tomorrow. Uh, The government are in good shape in terms of being able to actually pay for what's going to be provided for. The Irish Times called it the budget bazooka last week. um, And I think that's what we're going to be looking at. Um, So really, you know, the question is, what is he going to do with it? Uh, You know, where is he going to apply that? And uh, as usual, Leinster House, House is leaking like a sieve, and we've a lot of ideas already about where this is going to go. And I think it is going to be very much focused on uh, this particular winter, this particular cost of living crisis that we're going to see. I think maybe you might see less in terms of business um, initiatives in there. I'd say that, you know there will be certain changes, certainly, but I think the big headlines are going to be what we're already starting to see that's starting to leak out of Leinster House, such as the free school books for all primary school children, really welcome for a lot of families, such as the social welfare, the basic rate hikes of somewhere between 10 and 15 euro per person, double welfare payments, not just the Christmas bonus, but also a budget bonus, uh, plus a once-off double payment of child benefit. A lot of the newspapers this morning, Alan, they are reporting these as fact. You know, The Independent are reporting these as not just a maybe, but these are actually, you know, they've obviously got some information that this is actually happening. And what about the energy so costs and businesses, Neil? Because uh, the, yeah. other, the other end of the spectrum is where we've had a number of organisations say that businesses will go bust unless they tackle the energy crisis. So when they already are, frankly, and, you know, we are already seeing this in our business in Baker Tilly. You know, we do quite a lot in terms of restructuring. So we are speaking every day to hospitality businesses. Um, I was appointed liquidator, for example, of a, a restaurant last Monday, unfortunately. Uh, I was, you know, I saw another restaurant business which was looking to restructure, unfortunately couldn't make it last week. Um, so this is happening on a daily basis and we're seeing these and, and plus we're very glad then to have a couple of the Dylan McGrath restaurants and delighted for those two restaurants to come out of a restructuring process last week, 50 jobs saved in the centre of Dublin. So we're working hard every day with, with some of these businesses and energy is a huge issue. But it's only really now um, that we're going to see this really kick in. Because let's face it, like people are just switching on their heating, uh, really, in and around now. This is why the budget is so timely. The timing is great for, for the, uh, the initiatives now that the government are going to bring in. The energy package, it's going to be huge. It's going to be you know, in the hundreds of millions, if not probably billions, uh, in order to get the economy through the winter so that eventually, hopefully next year, as the, the marketplace settles down and new, new sources of gas, for example, are found, 
uh, I think it's going to be a very, very rough few months. And Neil, you're, you're talking about it's yeah. the budget 2023, so all that you anticipate is going to be given out by the government. When are people who need it now, when are they going to get it? I think there is going to be initiatives straight away. I, I think you're going to see uh, a lot of these initiatives are going to kick in straight away. I mean, the government are not stupid. I mean, they can see the polls in the same way as we can read them, and they know that unless they do something immediate, they're going to really, the electorate is just going to slip away from the current government parties. And, you know, even from a self-preservation point of view, I think it's just really, really clear now that we're going to see a, a massive, massive giveaway. So I would say you'll see a lot of the initiatives will be kicking in even this side of Christmas. So I'd say, you know, for example, certainly the energy initiatives, you know, be that uh, social welfare targeted or actually targeted on people's bills, on energy bills, in terms of capping bills and so on. Um, I think that's what we're going to see. I don't think we're going to see anything like what has happened in the UK, uh, you know, because the pound sterling, for example, has just tanked in the last few days. The international markets have reacted so poorly to what the UK government has done in terms of eliminating the top rate of tax for the highest earners. Um, so I, I, I guarantee you we're not going to see anything like that in terms of the uh, the Irish system, thankfully. So I thought that was, I must say, misguided. What about pensions, Neil? What's your view on that? Uh, you've talked yeah, about social I welfare. I think across the board, with, with social welfare uh, hikes um, you know, increasing, I think we're likewise going to see pensions are going to following that. And, and certainly in terms of taxes, it seems certain that the high rate now is only going to hit those on 40,000 or more. I think that's very welcome as well. So we're going to take more and more people out of the high rates of tax. It's 40 grand for a single uh, person or 80,000 for a married couple. So I mean, that was always, you know, the high rate of tax always kicked in very early in Ireland when you compare us with our European peers. So I think that's a really welcome uh, development as well for anybody who's who's in work. And the vast majority of the population is in work now that unemployment is, is so, so low. So, no, I think it's going to be targeted more so at dealing with this inflation crisis that we have. I was reading some predictions, Alan, that inflation should ease uh, over the course of 2023. Um, But before then, regrettably, we are going to see interest rate rises. It seems certain that the interest rate increases that we've seen over the last while are going to continue because central banks are just terrified of inflation because it destroys value. It destroys people's savings. And they just won't have it. And even if people are in a cost of living crisis, with more or less full employment in the key economies of Europe, I'm certain that the ECB right. are going to keep putting interest rates up, as will the Bank of England and the Fed in the US. So, um, yeah, we're in for a rocky ride. But, Alan, do you know what? One thing I did want to mention to you, you know, a lot of this is always painted in terms of either triumph or disaster. Yes. You know, a lot of the headlines you will see, it, There's it no can in make between. people very, very yeah. worried. There's yeah. no in between. And you know what? Generally speaking, it is in between. Generally speaking, the government will take measures to try and make sure people do get through the winter, and it's going to be okay. You know, for for the vast majority of people, it will be okay. Where we need to try and make sure there are some people around the edges who could maybe get left out, they're not able to claim the subsidies they're entitled to, they haven't got the wherewithal to get online, for example, if they're entitled to something, and get it. And they're the ones who can slip very easily into poverty and that's where the government I think has to Yeah, really just, just sure to, to, to remind people we're back to a Minister for Public Expenditure a Minister for Finance the Minister for Finance is due to speak first at one o'clock tomorrow followed by the Minister for Public Expenditure and Reform people always get a little bit confused as to what the split is can you, sh- can you tell us what is that split then tomorrow? Yeah well the past- I mean the, the, principal, the principal role is the Minister for Finance let's call it spade a spade but at the same time, the, the Minister for Public Expenditure uh, has a huge responsibility in terms of the massive 
budget that the different departments have, you're going to see tomorrow the, the focus on the usuals, on social welfare, on health, on education. They're going to be the big, the big ticket items. And that's where the spending is going to be. And I think that's where Michael McGrath... I understand they're supposed to swap in December. There's some controversy recently, Alan, that they would be swapping because Pascal Donoghue happens to be the president of the Eurogroup, a very prestigious sort of mm. position that he has, which I think Ireland might lose if there is a swap. But I think that look, that's part of the programme for government, as I understand it. All so right. I think they do appear to be quite unified. In fairness, there hasn't been any evidence at all of any tension between them. So... Um, I think you're going to see more of the same, maybe in 2023. Just before we head to the news at 11, I have a comment yeah. from a listener who says, businesses will fail if the workers are not given a workable wage to travel to work, etc., as it just won't pay them to work. Also, people who are good managers and low working income should not be penalised for any little savings and assistance for low payable jobs. We shouldn't have to beg. I have to just get a comment on that one from you, Neil, before we wrap yeah, up. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I'm, I totally agree with that. I do believe the, you know, the reduction in in public transport, for example, is due to remain in place. There's 20% reduction in the last 12 months. I think that's going to stay in place in the next 12 months, according to reports I'm seeing. Uh, so, you know, there is certainly a requirement um, to make sure that people can it can afford to actually get to work and be in work. A hugely important uh, part of the economy is get yeah. people... You know, all right. You, 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 you wanted to see, you wanted to make a final comment yourself. We have about sixty seconds, Neil. So, how, how do you want to wrap up with you? Yeah, I think. I mean, what we what we need to get ready for is probably the biggest single giveaway budget in the history of the state. You know, it's going to be quite extraordinary. I think with the amount of money that's going to be pumped into the economy to get it through the winter. Um, listen, I, I welcome that, frankly, because uh, you know the reality is we have bounced back, and we have got a massive budget surplus. The government is going to top that up. The government, the surplus people are talking about, maybe six, seven billion. But um, I understand the government will even be topping that up with a view to trying to make sure we can get through this and pay energy bills through the winter. The key thing, yeah. the key thing, is that it's targeted, not like not like what the UK did, but targeted so that the people who most need it can get it. Um, and that includes energy bills, for example, because lots of people maybe don't need support with their energy bills. Okay. Some families don't need. But the key thing is that the people that do need it get the money they need. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views.